Folks, here we go. It's uh, time for the General Knowledge Podcast. We are on Season 3. This is Episode 12. Uh, Ethan should be hopefully joining us a little bit uh, later or whenever he jumps online. He said he's coming, but for the time being, Big Ando and myself are going to go with uh, roll with the ball, roll with the punches, as they say. Andy, how you going, bro? Thanks for coming on. Less of the Big Ando stuff, all right? <laughs> when I say big, I mean... Big mus- muscular endo. <laughs> oh, that's better. That's better. That's stroking my ego quite nicely. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going good, thanks, General. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. Fighting going fit. really good. Beautiful day in Brisbane. Yeah, oh, fuck fighting yeah. fit. Did a nice little fly this morning around Archerfield. That was really cool. Hey. So, um, be careful, feeling, mate. Feeling good. Feeling good. Be careful, because they'll they'll pin you know, as one of these terrorists. Oh, he's learned to fly. He's going to crash a plane into something. I know. <laughs> That's but awesome. Queensland man. Health in Queensland Health website it says that Rona doesn't exist above two hundred feet. So I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to stay safe. Oh, beautiful. I'm trying to stay safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, good stuff. Man. It's good to be safe. It's yeah. best to be safe. <laughs> hey, um, so we'll, we'll just continue on with that conversation. I'll, I'll bring all the listeners up to speed as well, uh, and we'll continue yep. on where I where I left off. But so just just before we started recording, folks, uh, Andy and I were just just having a chat off air, and I figured, well, we might as well just start recording, and I'll kind of bring you all in, and I'll finish the conversation, so um, kind of let people know what's what's really going on, medicine wise. So uh, for all the listeners out there, my my dad's been fighting cancer for uh, for quite a long time. He had like prostate cancer, like jeez, oh, over ten years ago, and you know he's kind of went into remission and he got better and went away. And then, of course, as it always does with modern medicine, it came back. You know, they don't actually cure these things; that, uh, they just kind of treat the symptoms and all that sort of stuff. But it ended up coming back, and he's been on chemo and all that sort of shit. And he was, you know, lost all the hair, felt like death. You know, just horrible, just. Anyone out there who's listening, who knows a loved one who's going through cancer treatments and stuff, you know, it's, again, treatments, not, you know, not cancer cures, but treatments, 
Um, it's not good. It really knocks people about, of course. You know, we've, we've all seen those people. We, know, we all know someone who's gone through it. Um, and yeah, so my old man's been going through it for some time. Um, but around this time last year, he finished his um, final round of chemo and they, he went and had his checks uh, at, at, the, at the PA, at the oncology there, where he was uh, being, being treated. And they basically told him, you know, they, they had, did, gave him some more scans and did his uh, blood tests and all that sort of stuff. And they brought him in and sat him down and told me, him and my mum, and said, your husband's got about six months to live. The chemo hasn't worked, which is a fucking no-brainer, of course. Chemo didn't, chemo didn't work. Uh, six months, basically six months to live. Um, we, we, and we don't really know what else we can do with him. The cancer's inoperable. You know, we can try some of these new uh, experimental hormone therapy things and some other kind of drugs, which, I mean, they were telling, mum and dad were telling me the side effects of these things, Andy, and the side effects sound almost worse than, than the disease, than the cancer they're treating. It was, you know, heart attacks and aneurysms and all these major things that can go wrong because of these, these drugs that they want to put him on. And I, I went around there and I said, dad, I said, no more. I said, you're done seeking help from these fuckers. You know, I said, this is, look at, look at where, you know, modern cancer treatment has gotten you. I said, dad, it, it, it's a business. It's just a multi-billion dollar business. That's all it is. They're not interested in, in curing you and fixing you and getting rid of your cancer. They're only interested in, in treating you. And uh, that's more money for them. You know what I mean? Every time they, a customer cured is a customer lost in the medical industry. So um, I said, mum and dad, like, you've got to just, I need you to just, Believe me, put your faith in me and um, said, I'm going to try something else. Um, and for those out there who have heard of it, I, I'll put a link in the show notes as well for people to... I'll make a note of that so I don't forget. Um, go and look up um, Rick Simpson, uh, Phoenix Tears, I think it is, Rick, the Rick Simpson oil. So Rick Simpson, he's a Canadian who developed this way of processing the cannabis plant in order to... Um, uh, to sort of condense it down and get get it to the so you get all the terpenes and things from it and you put it in a little syringe and you have these like a little drop of it every day or whatever to treat certain cancers and all that it, it, the amount of things it can treat is phenomenal it's amazing stuff but anyway so I was able to get um, some of that stuff I won't say where of course but I was able to get some and I said to dad I said um, get on this and just have you know a couple of drops a day um, you know, we'll, we'll tweak your, the amount you're having just so you feel comfortable. So, you know, because you know, it does, it makes you sleepy and things. So he just has a bit before bed now and he sleeps through the night, sleeps really well because he was having so much trouble sleeping because of pain and all that sort of stuff. It was terrible. Couldn't sleep. He was going days without sleep. It was just terrible, Andy. But this stuff is really good. Helped him sleep through the night. So he's, you know, which, when you get more sleep, you're well rested, you feel better. You know, he was, um, it's, it helps to rejuvenate all your vital organs and all that sort of stuff. It's incredible stuff. So that was, like I said, man, that was nearly nearly 12 months ago to, to the day where um, they told him he had six months to live. So I've had him on this stuff and nothing else. Well, he did, they got a little bit antsy at one point. And so they ended up taking some of the other medications, which made him sick and nauseous. So he stopped it after about a couple of days. And I said, I told him, I said, stop taking this Western medicine, you know, all the pills and things that we take. It's not going to be any good for you. I said, you don't want to do that in conjunction with this. Just said, just let this do the work, you know, like let it do its thing. And um, yeah, so 12, more than nearly 12 months on now, he's, um, he, the last check he had, you know, his PSA, had, which is the, I guess that the white blood cell count or whatever it is, where they check the levels of your cancer in your blood and shit, um, had, had 
had halved. So it had gone right down, which is awesome. And he was beaming just from that kind of news as well. You know, he felt so much better. And as I was saying to you just before we started recording, Andy, so he, um, I told him, I said, don't tell, whatever you do, don't fucking tell the doctors. <laughs> don't tell them you're on cannabis oil. I said, just keep going to your appointments. Just, yep, take their prescriptions, take their stuff. Just, you know, tell them how you're going. If they think, you know, that'll give them the impression that all their drugs are working, blah, blah, blah. I said, and then when you're sitting, you know, 12 months time, when we've beaten this thing, said you can go back in, dump all the scripts and all the pills on their desk and say, we didn't touch any of it. Cannabis is what fixed me. You know what I mean? So we'll give them the big, the big fuck you basically. Um, but unfortunately my (laughs) mum and dad, he got so excited that he was, his PSA went right down. He was feeling so good. And like, he let it slip in one of these appointments. And, uh, it wasn't with the particular oncologist. It was with this younger doctor, this lady, and she was like, she was amazed. She was like, wow, like, you're, you're on cannabis. This is incredible. And she's like, oh, you know, can we, we want to put you on a study. We want to track this. How are you going? So we, yeah, we won't, we won't, everything can be anonymous. anonymous. We don't want to know all the details, but, um, oh, no. you know, just, it's all good. And then um, that ended up going up the chain and this oncologist found out and he just kiboshed the whole thing and said, no, nope, not doing a study on this. He needs to go back on doing the things that we're giving him, you know, not stop doing cannabis blah 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 basically you know he's pissed off like i said he's annoyed that my dad is not using his treatments and instead that his son is helping him with natural cannabis oil products the rick simpson oil um and he's doing better on that and this is making my his doctor angry um so that that's the state of affairs in modern medicine these days man and anyone going through cancer treatment and stuff so um this is what they think of it they they still think it's you know voodoo science you know like it's it's all like taboo kind of stuff oh cannabis or don't do that we don't know enough about it blah 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 bullshit they've got countless studies and things done on these on these plants and the oils and all that sort of stuff they know that it works and that's the issue it works you know what i mean mate so they don't want you to have stuff like i said earlier a uh, a patient cured is a patient lost um, in, in their terms. So they don't like to lose patients. They like to just keep treating people and making money. It's a billion dollar industry, the cancer industry. Um, yeah. it's, that's wrong you know, on so many levels. And like I said, yeah, it's nearly 12 months. My dad's still going strong. He's, um, his body's sort of, you know, returning to its optimal weight and uh, he's looking better. His hair's all growing back. He sleeps well, you know, like he's got... Um, less pain you know than than before and it's it's just it's because he was so late stage you got to try and catch this stuff the earlier you catch it of course the better um and yeah we got onto him pretty fucking late so he's you know it's phenomenal that he's done this well you know and that's that's just the power of this medicine it's really good stuff so i i would urge anyone out there to don't take my word for it but i'll put a link in the show notes so you can at least watch that documentary so you guys know what you're getting into he even teaches you how to make it if you have access to the plants yourselves you can even make it yourself um and there you go uh, phenomenal stuff so again i'm not giving anyone any advice but that's what i would do in that situation which is what i've actually done so anyway i just thought i'd share that with all you listeners out there so all the best to the old man um he's still still going strong he's still got a few issues here and there he's not 100 um he's still fighting the fight but he's definitely better than where he was a year ago, that's for sure. And he's he's past the six month deadline of you know well and truly of that they gave him. Yeah, here keep taking our stuff and you'll have six months to live. You like, you fucking idiots! I hate these fuckers, eh? But that's modern medicine, <laughs> though, you know. What about you? Do you know anyone who's gone through that yourself? Yeah, we deal. We we dealt with my uncle who 
who has passed now from um, the dreaded sea. But um, that wasn't... My uncle was very, very um, pro-health kind of guy. And um, he remember, we, we've actually discussed him before. Mm. So he... Mm. I can't remember if it was on the um, show or if it was in person when we were chatting about it. I just can't remember. So but I do recall the conversation. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he he um, got damaged from a Hep B shot originally. Right. And that threw um, him uh, into what's called a peripheral neuropathy disorder. So it it almost straight away like knock out knocked out the senses from his fingertips and his and his toes. Right. Jesus. And then it and then it then it progressively spread up, <clears throat> and um, and then nothing was working, and uh, that that progressed up to you know the point where it went right up into his hip, and of course like went right up from from his arms right up into his shoulders and everything too. So it became you know wheelchair bound, and then they. Then they um, started getting into alternative treatments, um, but that, and, and including CBD oil as well. But the, the trouble with my uncle is, um, and has proven many, many times, you can't have a foot in both camps. So you, you can't really have a foot in the Western medicine camp and a foot in, you know, natural healing as well. In in my experience with people that I know. Mm. So if you if you're if you've got if you're taking CBD oil and you're also on chemo treatment and you've sort of like if you, lack of a better word hedging your bets and going you know going both directions it doesn't work you either you go one direction or the other and unfortunately he got he got really really persuaded by doctors and the doctors actually said we've got this new breakthrough chemo treatment that's unlike anything else so guaranteed to fix you up so he he um he dropped the ball with the cbd thing which was which was going in the right direction and um yeah six months later he passed away so so yeah that's that's what happens so um yeah but um so yeah we i you know it was very disappointing for me but you know i had to you have to respect people's decisions at the time, and um, yeah, it, it is hard to get through to some people. Hey, mate, like you know, like yeah. it's they, they seem they're, they're almost they're, they're like bewildered and and you know like the the this medical system has such a grasp on people, you know, like it makes them dependent on them. You know, they're like you know, it's the constant visits, it's the all these consultations with so-called specialists and. They get wowed by all the all the speak with regards to the you know I guess the type of pills and the advancements in the, their research and mm. all this stuff and it just bewilders people and and they get yep. kind of almost starstruck in a way and or you know in a sense they're like oh you know it's and they, it gives them this blind this sort of hope that it could work and when really all it does is it does the opposite it makes them feel shit it makes them worse it gives there's more complications you know because there's always always side effects with every single thing that they will prescribe you know it, mm. there is not one thing that they can prescribe that has zero side effects for anyone uh, and not saying that that rso which is rick simpson oil we call rso which is the cannabis oil um i'm not saying that has doesn't have side effects but it's the side effects of that are things like you know you might feel a bit dizzy or a little bit nauseous or uh, more sleepy than usual 
that's it. You know, like, it's not going to be like, oh, this causes heart attacks, or this causes aneurysms, or, you know I mean? Like, there's none of that sort of shit. Whereas the stuff that, like, they wanted to prescribe my father and all that, you know, they, they put him on, on um, hormone therapy. Like, they were giving him, um, what's, there's testosterone. What's the female one? Um, estrogen. Estrogen. They were giving him, like, estrogen shots and all this sort of stuff. And, like, you know, it's just, oh, man, it was just fucking with him so, so much. And, like, guys, like, I just, every time they kept telling me, like, how's that? How's he going? They're like, oh, he's having this. And, no, oh, he's having that. And, like, oh, just, it was so hard to hear. It was so hard to listen to. I'm like, I've, I've got to do, I've got to take this in my own hands and, and get him over the line myself. Like, I've just got to do it. And th- thank goodness for my mum and dad. Like, they put their faith in me, you know, and they, they, they went with what I said and I gave them the confidence. And I, you know, because I kept giving them information. I kept talking to them about all the shit that these things do and how bad the system is and the system isn't there for you. It's there for themselves and blah, blah, blah. And finally kind of got through to them and they, they're awake to it now. They're, they're well, well and truly um, on my side of the fence and cause they know that it's worked for him, you know, and even, and I think even if he, he only gets another six months now, he's happy that he's lived longer than they, than they said, you know, like he's, and he feels better. He's not, he's not taken all their stuff and, and like his quality of life is better. You know what I mean? Andy, like he's not taking this with side effects that make him feel so shitty and that he doesn't even want to get out of bed. Whereas this stuff, he, he has it in the night. He goes, has it before bed, makes him sleep through the night. He gets up. He doesn't have wake up during the night all the time. He just gets up oh, next day and here he goes. He's, he's good to go again. You know, like, um, yeah, he, like he's an old guy. He's 75 now. So he still feels tired. You know, of course, during the day, he can't exert himself too much because he's an older guy. He's still got health issues, but He's so much better off now than where he was a year ago. And I'm just so glad they put their faith in me to, to try it. And um, yeah, then he's not looking back, you know, it's, it's awesome. So I've got another, Yeah, he just finished his last um, amount of it now. So yeah, like I said, my, my brother came and picked up one for himself because he's got a few issues that are possibly on the horizon for himself. So I said to him straight away, I said, mate, you're going to get on the same shit I've got dad on and nip that... That, that stuff in the butt right now you know get it under control right now um you know because these yeah my brother works indoors all day he doesn't get outside much so he's you know doesn't get the vitamin d that he needs and that that's a big part of it too mate like mm. i think ever since my dad stopped working outdoors and he started doing indoor jobs you know his vitamin d levels were right down you know and that's when the health issues sort of started as well um as you, yeah. as you and I both know, we've had um, nutritionists and um, uh, um, PhD nutritionist Claire, uh, my friend Claire Dix, uh, on the on the podcast as well on the bonus show talking, and she 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 did her masters in vitamin D, so she's fully knows all about it and how important it is for your own health. I mean, I've even shared some videos recently of a, a doctor from the US just talking about how important vitamin D is. It's it's like two thirds of your of everything you need to make you well. It's vitamin D takes up two thirds of that, and you need it. You have to have it. Um, he went right through talking about how even people in certain parts of the world, I think, it was above. Oh, I might not get this right, but above the what's a certain above the certain parallel and below a certain parallel, you don't get enough sunlight during the autumn and winter months. Whereas summer you you will, so you've got to supplement that vitamin D. And those if you're living around those areas of the world, but uh, for everyone else like us here in Brisbane, mate, we, we get vitamin D all year round. You know, like I said, I've been doing this job now, Andy. For uh, my, my, I'm a gardener, of course. For those folks listening, or for anyone who doesn't know, I've got a gardening business, and I've been doing it for seven years now. Um, I think I've had 
a slight a slight head cold once in seven years that's it that's that's the sickest i've been you know and it lasted maybe two days where i had a little bit of sore throat a little bit of sniffles and that was it after two days it was all gone um because i get vitamin d every day you know what i mean well mate i'm outside every day of my life um and yeah i never feel sick i mean i get i get the old body gets a bit sore <laughs> from you know doing work and stuff yeah. outside the old back has a few issues here and there but uh, other than that i don't i don't feel sick i just don't get sick like my yeah, not even my kids really even get sick anymore. Not even my wife gets 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 really sick at all anymore. You know, we just don't get sick in this house anymore. We get outside all the time. You know, it's good. It's just goes to show how important vitamin D is for everyone. Yeah, certainly is. Can you imagine the, the lack of? Can you imagine the lack of vitamin D in you know, especially in North America and the UK, especially during these you know like scandemic lockdowns, where it's already you know like winter time is quite quite you know devoid of sunshine as it is but imagine locking people up like in lockdowns like during a winter in those countries and those people must be really suffering oh like big time yeah um i'll be back home in 20 minutes sorry ethan's just messages he's gonna be back in about 20 minutes yeah all right cool he'll just join us a little bit later i'm just telling now guys so no worries Join us. Oh. Join us when you can. Beautiful. All right. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, Ethan just contacted us on our little uh, podcast chat group, folks. Uh, just letting us know he's got a duck out and he'll be back home soon, and he'll jump on when he gets home. So Andy and I will just keep going until that time. Um, but yeah, you're right, Andy. Um, everyone experiencing the lockdowns. Yeah, they, what did they do? They locked everyone inside. Said you. In some places, I remember them saying you you can't even. Like you couldn't go outside to exercise, or if you did, it was like for a only a short amount of time, or you know, like it was just these ridiculous measures they put in place. But I do recall some places saying, "Yeah, not even for exercise, you just have to stay at home all day long." And what about these people in yep. these hotel quarantines too? You know, like they can't go outside if the place doesn't have a balcony, they're fucked. Like the only vitamin D is you're going to try and stand in front of the window and catch a bit of sunlight. Um, but supplementing is the only other way they could do it then is to try and take some vitamin D supplements because uh, obviously the best way is for your um, your body to to create it itself via the sunlight through the skin. That's the best way to do it. But you, there are supplements you can take that are, are good enough uh, and will do the job. But yeah, mate, it seems to be all by design, isn't it? You know, make And because if you lock everyone down and they're not getting the vitamin D they need, they are going to get sick. There will be... It, it, health complications there is no doubt about it they will be people will get sick and their health will deteriorate as a result of being locked down you know um it's that's just goes hand in hand isn't it yeah yeah um can i just add a little thing in regards to some natural like cancer like healing and stuff like that mm-hmm. my wife and a couple of her girlfriends um i mean it's not a it's not a new thing but um black self or black soul um, the paste that people put on their skin. Mm-hmm. That's if they've got um, um, the big skin tumors and things, hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I've it's seen not even that. that. It's, just, it's, just, it's just like, it could be just like a, you know, maybe, maybe the size of maybe two or three mil in diameter, like black cancer spots and things like that. Mm. You know, it could be as small as that or it could be as big as, you know, like 10 to 20 mil in diameter like but but you know like they they're having absolutely amazing results with that um 
and it's amazing seeing these things actually as as the as the paste gets applied to the actual um, cancer spot. The actual over the process of about about a month, so you see that you see the processes, and the girls have taken some like you know stage by stage photos. The thing will lift up and out, and you and the and the actual um, tumor, if you like, yeah. Um, lifts out, and when it when it frees itself, it leaves it kind of leaves a hole in your skin like a pit, mm. which which does naturally heal back back to its normal state there. But this thing just lifts out with the tentacles and the like, you know, the the legs, the strands, and everything like that. All of the black stuff just like pulls together, and it naturally just like comes out and falls out. It's absolutely incredible. I'm, I'm absolutely blown away. Yeah, I, I've seen um, pictures of that. I've seen, cancers. yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen blokes like taking pictures of it, and they have like a tumor on their face. And like, don't get me wrong, it looks like the tumor itself looks gross. But then when you see this black salve work, and it, you, you're right, it it helps your body reject it, doesn't it? And it, it sort of, you're right, pushes it out, up and out through the skin, and yeah, it, yep. it looks horrible, but. You know, like a month later, yeah, they're left with this pit, but then they sort of, your body then obviously helps repair itself and you, you do have a, a small injury because of it, but you don't have things like, you know, big, you know, slice lacerations and stitch marks and things where yeah. they've had to cut off you and take big chunks out and try and sew you back up or anything. You just have a, a small mark or, yeah. you know, and it, it actually doesn't look too bad. When It looks definitely looks better than the fucking cancer, that's for sure. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I know what you're all talking the, about. All, all of the photos that I've seen, or everything, my wife, she's had a couple of like cancer like, things as well and she's just treated it herself. But, I mean, they, they've healed perfectly, like, mm. like absolutely good. heal. After, after like six months, say, six months to a year, especially after, say, a year, the original spot is completely, you know, gone. It's just like nice, beautiful skin after that. So, um you know, there's some really, really like good people and really, really good, solid natural treatments out there. You just, I think you've just got to have the courage to, you know, like, like look at these things and turn your back on some of these like pharmaceutical like industries and mm. see it for what it is and, you know, just at least open your eyes and, and uh, do your own research and, uh, Come up with your own conclusions, and if that's and if that's you know going down the road of like Western medicine and pharmaceutical products, then then that's fine as well. But yeah, um, well, that's, that's but this works for us. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's all about choice and where you, where you're at. Everything everything what we should talk about is all about choice and freedom of movement. So, but mm. it worked for it's worked for us and it worked for my family and um, you know um, just. Just like the treatment that you're giving your dad works for you, so so that's that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. what we can possibly you know want in life. So and from what I've read, the um like the RSO, the the cannabis, the way it works is it it causes what's called apoptosis in um so it causes cell death in those cancerous uh, and malignant cells and things. So it causes those cells to deteriorate, split up, you know, break down and, and die and your body just gets rid of them through its natural means. Um, but it, it it doesn't touch healthy cells. In fact, it actually helps to rejuvenate and to bolster your existing cells that are healthy. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's technically what the term is, um, which is it's called apoptosis. So it's causes cell death in in those malignant and tumorous and cancerous cells. That's um, that's the method which it works. But I mean, anyone just needs to start researching you know, cannabidiol and the cannabinoid system in your body and all the receptors that your cells have. You know, like where the human body is literally built to receive. Um, cannabis through these uh, cannabis receptors you know the cannabidiol and all that sort of stuff and the cannabinoid system in our body like we have a cannabinoid system you know um and obviously using cannabis to to aid in that it's going to fit perfectly like you know cogs in a in a wheel sort of thing it just goes in hand in hand in the grooves um but yeah enough about that people can go and research those sort of things themselves like i said i will put a link in the um, show notes for the the rick sipson um documentary Uh, hopefully People may have seen that in the past, but it's good to rewatch it anyway and learn where he's at. Learn about it for yourselves. But, um, Ando, I wanted to just switch gears a little bit now. Um, I'm sure oh, you may have come across this, mate, but I put, I did share this on Facebook, uh, on the Real News Australia Facebook page just recently. Um, yeah, this morning, in fact. So there was a, an article, uh, not sorry, a news news story from CBS in America talking about how there's a volcano that's erupting on the Caribbean island of Saint Vincent. Uh, have you heard of this? No, no. Keep okay. Going. So they've got uh, you know there's a, in one of the Caribbean islands, this one in particular, Saint Vincent. It has a volcano, and there, uh, obviously, when these things erupt, you know, it's you can actually see it. They've got footage of it erupting and stuff. Um, they need to evacuate populations around the area, of course. So everyone's, you know, there's ash and smoke and soot everywhere. And, you know, it's quite, the visibility is not the best in these islands where it's erupted. So they're evacuating people. Of course, the only way to evacuate people from these islands is by boat. And I'll put a a link uh, for this video in the show notes as well, where you can actually watch them say it. Um, But it's basically a case of no jab, no rescue. (laughs) I kid you not. They are cruise ships, big cruise ships who, of course, dock in those Caribbean islands all the time, are aiding. They've been asked to, to aid in the evacuation of populations. And uh, the cruise ships are saying, well, if you haven't had your COVID jab, we are not going to evacuate you. No rescue for you. Wow. Isn't that incredible, mate? No, We've heard it all. We've heard no jab, no play. We've had no jab, no school, no jab, no job, no... You name it. Now we've got no jab, no rescue. <laughs> No jab lava over your body and your house, <laughs> your children, your dog. Isn't that ridiculous? Though? This is this is where we're at now. You know, they're oh literally gosh, how desperate. That's right. I mean, do you imagine? Uh, yeah, there would be no incidents of you know this ridiculous bullshit SARS-CoV-2 COVID nonsense in these Caribbean nations. You know what I mean? Like. The amount of sunshine and, and stuff these guys get, they'd, they'd be, you know, it wouldn't exist. They, these people don't get colds and flus over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't happen. But, of course, now they're telling them you uh, you have to have your little COVID jab. I mean, there is footage. You do see people wearing masks in the footage. But, to be honest, it kind of looks like they've probably just put the masks on because of all the <laughs> all the soot and shit and smoke that there is around. Like, it's some of the scenes yeah. um, actually yeah. I'll share it with you now it only goes to like 20 seconds but I'll put it in the little chat here for you to have a quick gander at Andy as well yeah, um, yeah there you go Check. Oh, what temporarily blocked what's that say I don't know why that worked anyway just jump on the real news 
It's, it's... <laughs> Isn't that weird? Is that me or you that's blocked? Oh gosh, one of us. It's just come up, folks. Oh, no. When I've tried to share a link with Andy, it says you're temporarily blocked. I'm going to click on that and see why. What does it do? Uh, I've got the I've got the film here. Oh yeah, it's worked for me. Is it? Is it? So it's working for you. You can get it up on your screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got. It's a movie. It's a film. Is it? Yeah, it's tw- like twenty seconds. But just watch that if you like, and you'll you'll get what I'm what I'm, what I'm on about here. Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Okay. While you're looking at that, um, now the other thing I want to do to talk about as well with regards to um, the vaccine issue, now. Here in Australia, okay, so <laughs> there was a good meme that I put up as well. It's got a picture of ScoMo and Greg Hunt, and it says, The AstraZeneca vaccine is safe, is approved by the TGA, and we trust is safe over the Pfizer vaccine. And the next it's got, We are stopping the AstraZeneca vaccine as concern linked to blood clots. People can take it at their own mm. risk, as we do not guarantee this uh, safety of the vaccine. And underneath it says, the Pfizer vaccine is safe, is approved by TGA, and we trust it's safe over the AstraZeneca vaccine. You know, like you just go around circles. Oh, one it's since, an absolute yeah. shit show, so, isn't it? I mean, yeah. And okay, now, so obviously people have been, who will listen to this are probably up to speed already, but uh, tons of reports over the last couple of weeks, hey, Andy, about this AstraZeneca vaccine causing blood clots in people. And, you know, the media, everything we see about it, what do they say? It's still rare. Oh, it's rare. It's You might get it. It's a very slim chance. One in a million of getting a blood clot. Blah, blah, blah. What a load of shit. It's causing so many problems, this vaccine. And it's just that, that what we're seeing, Andy, on our social media channels and the groups and things that we're in, that is, I guarantee you, mate, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, Absolutely. These Definitely. guys, and they're still, and it took them how long? Like they were still pushing it, what weren't they? It was like the EU and all these, a host of all these countries in the European Union, uh, banning it, suspending it, and then Australia's like, no, no, no we're going to keep using it. It's still safe. Go for it. We, we we love it. Keep taking the AstraZeneca COVID jab. Blah blah blah. And then now they're starting. You know, like New South Wales. I think it was um, fucking Berejiklian's come up. And there was an article saying New South Wales temporarily suspends the rollout of the AstraZeneca vaccine for all age groups. So they've, in New South Wales, suspended the entire AstraZeneca vaccine program. Um, I dare say now, what, what was the latest one we heard, Andy? They're now saying that uh, over uh, under 50s, that's, so anyone over 50 don't get the AstraZeneca jab. I think it was anyone under, I could have that wrong. I think I do have that wrong. I think it's probably the other way around. They're like under vaccine, yeah. uh, under fifties, don't take it or something like. That. Anyway, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like they're, they're still trying to, because you know what I mean. They've they've pre-purchased all these things. They've wasted all these millions of dollars and all these doses of this fucking vaccine, and yet so they're like this. Otherwise, they're going to be stuck with them, aren't they? So they're now they're saying, oh, you know, not banning it altogether. Like they're just going to adjust the age groups a little bit as to who can take it and who shouldn't take it. Um, but have you noticed now? They're pushing people on to the Pfizer vaccine, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, maybe this one's not so good. You all better take the Pfizer vaccine jab, you know what I mean? Um, so that's, the AstraZeneca one was not an mRNA vaccine. It was what they refer to as a DNA vaccine. The Pfizer and the Moderna ones are the mRNA vaccine. So these are the ones that are going to go in 
and physically alter your um, your genetic makeup uh, and start creating this shit in your own body. Um, that's that's where they're at now. But it just to me, I, I put this up in um, one of the chat groups because I was a bit. I was just trying to work out what was going on and. Old mate Pete, who should be listening to this as well. G'day, Pete, if you're listening. So I said, so why do we think governments are turning on the AstraZeneca and now saying that they'll switch to Pfizer? I said, Pfizer is worse and is causing more damage. Because I've seen reports, Andy, I'm pretty sure I've saved some articles, that Pfizer, around the world, especially in the US, it is wreaking absolute havoc on populations. Like, if we thought AstraZeneca was bad, causing blood clots and shit, Pfizer is like way worse it is like 10 times worse than fucking astrazeneca man and yet mm-hmm. that's what they're recommending <laughs> recommending so um i know i found out you know the gates bill and the gates foundation was helping to fund pfizer's research into these covid vaccines uh he has shares in pfizer as well um so my said i'm guessing it's strategic so that they make more money um but possibly also to cause more damage and therefore, he gets his wish of population reduction. As we all know, that's what Mr. Bill Gates is all about, is uh, population reduction, isn't it, Nando? Jeez, yeah. You know, Man, so- uh, you know, like, they really are going for it. Uh, like, earlier on, well, I think it was late, late last year, we were thinking that maybe they would, they would do, you know, some, you know, not quite really vaccines, like for the first six months or so. Maybe maybe more saline than anything in them for a while, just to get people into the groove of the whole thing. But it seems they just seem to be going for it right off the get go, right? And and um, what's this talk about? Like, I don't know if you've seen about the second and the third jab, man. Like, well, like, well, why would someone need a second and a third jab? Well, I'm um, f- from the get go. Um, the- from my understanding, the only one that's a single dose um, COVID vaccine is Johnson Johnson. All the rest are, you need two. You need uh, the first one and then a second one um, about a month later or three weeks later or something. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, but now they're also talking, you might need uh, another booster again, of course, you know, uh, because of, you know, the multiple strains of fucking... <laughs> This is what annoys me too. They keep saying multiple strains of COVID. Well, so it's wrong on so many fucking levels that they keep saying that. It keeps referring to COVID as the virus. I mean, mm. come on. Like, we all, I mean, first of all, we, we don't even subscribe to the fact that these fucking things existed as it is. But let's say, for example, uh, for a hypothetical, that these things are real. They keep calling it COVID and COVID 19 virus and all this sort of stuff. That's not what it is. Uh, yeah, SARS-CoV-2 is the virus. COVID-19 is the manifestation of disease. If you happen to fall, you know, if you actually develop um, symptoms from uh, being uh, infected with that particular virus. So even if you, yeah. even if you somehow have SARS-CoV-2 in you, you may not even get sick from it. It may not, you, you might just carry it. You might just, your body might just destroy it and get rid of it. It might not even develop any illness at all. But the illness that you do develop, folks, is then called COVID-19 as the manifestation of disease from that virus. So they keep calling COVID-19 a virus when it's not. That's just, that's just you being sick. That's the manifestation of symptoms. That's all that is. Um, so they keep getting that wrong, and I, I honestly, the next, I would love to just start uh, quizzing people 
just the random um, people in the public and asking them, you know, what what is the name of the current virus that's scurrying around? And if you, I guarantee you, they'll all say COVID. Everyone will just say COVID because that's all you hear in the media. And they're getting it wrong every time. The media is just completely getting it wrong. They've stopped calling it SARS-CoV-2 for some reason. I don't know why. Because that's actually what it's what it's supposed to be called. Because that's what it is. It's the, I mean, people probably don't even remember what SARS is. I mean, back back in two thousand and three, Andy, when SARS first reared its ugly head, yeah. it was a novel. That was a novel coronavirus back then in two thousand and three. But it was, you know, it yeah. stood for sudden acute respiratory syndrome. Is what SARS is actually st- stands for. So, you know, technically, this virus is called. Sudden Acute Respiratory Syndrome, Novel Coronavirus 2. <laughs> That's currently what it's called, if you wanted to get technical. Not COVID fucking 19, like they keep saying. So, um, it, yeah. they just they constantly get it wrong all the time. But, um, yeah, you're right, man. They, um, for some reason, they're, uh, they, 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 they want to keep putting us uh, onto more jabs. You know, another strain. We keep hearing this, the... What is it? Brazil, South African, English, like, sorry, UK strain. There's, you know, there's probably a whole host I'm missing out on. But um, to me, they do that, of course, then just to keep prolonging the need for the rollout of a vaccine. And the need, it's just a way that they can keep, you know, keep the ball rolling and keep their uh, vaccine creation coming along. You know, oh, we need another another one for this strain. And you're not going to be, if you have this one, you're not protected against this strain or it offers you little protection. So you have to have a booster and you're just locking people in. You're locking them in for the rest of their life to It'll believe that they need this. End. Well, just look at the flu, mate. Mm-hmm. They've had a flu vaccine since what? The 19 fucking thirties or some shit. And there's still <laughs> flu now. You know what I mean? Because we, we need to, everyone needs to, you know, have a deep, big, long, hard look at what they think flu is, you know, like, there is no flu virus. Flu is is just your body's way of fucking detoxing because of some insult it's had. I mean, all, all people need to do is go back and listen to. I think I mentioned this uh, already recently, but uh, when we interviewed um, David Parker and, and Dawn Lester uh, on the show this this season, season three, episode five, what really makes you ill with Dawn Lester and David Parker. Um, you know, that book they wrote, um, what really makes you ill, and why everything you thought you knew about disease is wrong. Um, because they they sit there and talk about how you know we're we're brainwashed by thinking that there's things called influenza when there isn't influenza. Influenza just is just your body's way of detoxing and getting rid of you know um, you know like basically uh it's shedding all the unwanted cells and things in your body that it's has accumulated or you've you've copped some insult or your high levels of stress have created and you know you get sick. That's all it comes down to. Or you've got a lack of um, nutrition in your diet and all that sort of stuff it's just your body's way of uh trying to cleanse itself basically uh, i think they even talk about in that podcast there's literally only four things that cause illness you know like poisons uh in the environment um what else was there there was stress was one of the main ones there was i can't remember the other ones go back and listen to the podcast folks you'll enjoy that one and you'll know what i'm referring to there so they just get it wrong every time you know people just need to like i said i haven't been sick in like seven years mate because i just go out and get my vitamin d and get my sunshine get my exercise i i don't eat the best but i eat i eat well um i still have my you know my, my naughty days and retreats and things here and there but i'm i'm relatively well um i don't get sick you know i don't have disease you know, manifesting in all sorts of ways in my body and i don't need these stupid covid vaccines it's ridiculous 
that's the other thing, Andy, mm. is they're trying to remove our um, our ability to to choose what we want in our own bodies, aren't they? Yeah. Which so can I just can I just touch on the psychology around this mask wearing thing? Like like the listeners probably know. Yeah, I wanted to get into a bit done. of mask wearing too, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, more of the psychology around it now, like because a lot of people like that I visit, you know, I see a lot of lot of people and a lot of shops and that sort of thing. And consequently, I, I like to talk to people too. And I'm saying like, you know, why do you, why do you think that you have to wear a mask? And, and the great like response that I'm getting, like much more than say last year is, well, we do, we don't want to find, you know, we yeah. don't want to, you know, we don't want to be like, you know, there's like a $1,300 fine or there's a, whatever it is, $15,000 fine for the business and then 1300 bucks for the individuals or whatever number that they, that they think anyway, like, mm, mm. I don't really care. But yes. like, but so, so that's the thing. It's, you know what, and so, but the whole thing is like big brother government are basically now just holding a gun to people's head and saying, do this or we're going to, you know, nail a, nail a dirty, great, big fat fine onto your forehead. That's where we're at, and people are just complying mainly, mainly because of the threat of a fine. In my opinion, mm. of course, you've got a, a, a like a great chunk of people who, who, who actually believe that there's <laughs> they believe they actually need it, yeah. But you're right. Around. There is that other massive portion of people. Yeah. Answer the question: Do you wear a mask out of fear of a virus, or do you wear a mask out of a fear of a fine? And yeah, you're right. The big chunk of them say it's out of fear of a fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. if they so, all if they all joined us and just stopped wearing them because they didn't give a fuck about a fine. It'd be so well, much better. That's the thing. You know, if you if you had like an honest system, or if we lived in some sort of a like an an honest bureaucracy, wouldn't you think that like if if that was really helpful, wearing a mask and things like that, that people would just do it. Why do you need to threaten the population with, you know, fines if it works so well, or it's saving lives, or why? It's the same. It's the same thing when it comes back to like vaccines, for example. Why do you have to threaten people with like taking travel rights away from them, and and then and then threaten with this travel green travel card, whatever the whatever the hell they're talking about lately, you know, you know, it's a constant threat. If you don't follow what we tell you, then we will damage you in some way, either financially or restrict your freedoms or movements or something like that. So mm. um, I, I just wish people could like just stop and wake up and, and have a bit of a look at that for a second and think, well, wow, you know, like they, they really are, you know, not in our best interests. And so why should we take things like health advice from them in the first place? So, um, but, but the psychology of people is, is really, really fascinating, I think, in these times. What's, what's actually making people tick in regards to this, you know? Um, a little example, we went up to um, uh, Caloundra for the Easter break. Um, out of the city, out in a beautiful seaside little town um, north of Brisbane, and um, and me and me and Billy, my wife. I mean, we we thought we'd get away, and we thought we'd be amongst 
you know, semi-country style people and we could get out, get out of Dodge for a little bit. But man, I'll tell you what, General, it was, it was worse there than it is here. It was, it's almost like this craziness was following us around. And, <laughs> and uh, we had to go into Kmart to get a couple of things. And man, just every single person in, in, in that whole department store was masked up and, and you know, uh, giving us strange looks and everything. So naturally we just smile and, you know. But, but you know, the good thing was we, we weren't hassled at all, at all. And, and I, I've never really been hassled. It's only, it's only you and Danielle, damn it. And that was only once too by, by the cops. <laughs> that, was the la- that was the last, not the most recent lockdown, that was the one before as well. Um, That's right. But she, she still struggles. She, she just can't. She tried to come with me to the shops yesterday to get a couple of things for her when we had our friends over, and um, she, she just couldn't oh. get out of the car. She just struggled. I'm like, yeah, it just her anxiety just goes through the roof. She just can't. She she she's not afraid of the confrontations. She just can't physically be around all these fuckheads with masks all around her. It just does her heading. Like she just can't cope with that. Um, so I'm like, babe, don't worry, just chill out in the car. I'll go in and I'll just race in and get it. You know, I, I've been to the shops multiple times over, over the lockdown, over all the mask bullshit. Because folks, the, the mask wearing crap is still in place until Friday this coming week. You know, it's that's it's still in place. But um, not once have I put one on. I go to the shops all the time. You know, just walk around, smile at people. You know, like I don't care. Like there's, I'm literally I, I, every time I go, I'm, I might see maybe one or two other people not wearing a mask but the majority of people just wearing them you know I just and it's sad to see I wish they'd just take them off and just walk around and realise that there's nothing to be afraid of you know kind of just want to wake people up and shake them loose a bit you know it's uh, it's difficult but uh, no yeah, confrontation I even had police walk past me they looked at me even just walked past me this time they didn't even say a word to me you know um, no, oh, problem. no yeah, problems at all I mean uh me and Billy have talked, spoken about that too, and I think I think the the police themselves are at a stage where, <clears throat> look, this is not this is not what we signed up for. Most police, of course, there will be exceptions, but I think police have just had enough of being, you know, mask the protectors of the mask, you know, like, and and really they should feel like that. I mean, it is not in their job remit to be telling people to to put masks on. Um, I mean, I'm sure none of them went through the police academy with that in mind. Yeah, exactly. And I think now they've probably yeah. been worded up enough to to because they're just they're sick of having the conversations with people saying, you know, that they don't have to wear them, we don't have to prove that we don't need to wear them. You know, that's that's the law. So they've just kind of given up and went, well, you know, we have no grand no no leg to stand on if they challenge us. So they just don't right. bother now. You know. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a nonsense if they're trying to you know police the basically their job is to police the laws and there's no law backing it so mm. i think that's where it all falls apart in, re- in regards to a police officer's mind in regards to masks and obviously obviously that word has got out through all of the ranks that's how it feels like to me that that they um that they're just not going to touch it mm. you know and if you do get some you know some cop that wants to challenge you on the whole thing then you just then you, you know just stand up for yourself and they'll have no choice but to back down they can't arrest you for not wearing a mask exactly that's exactly right and you i know. just i just found it too andy by the way um 
uh, we'll get back on the masking in a sec. But I just want to clarify this. So according to the Queensland Health, uh, I just looked it up with regards to what they were talking about, the, the 50 age group thing. So it says, at the current time, the use of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine is preferred over the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine in adults aged under 50 years who have not already received one of the doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Um, it says the COVID-19 vaccine AstraZeneca can be used in adults aged under 50 years where the benefits are likely to outweigh the risks for that individual. Basically, that's, 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 they're saying, you know, take it in, un, in your own hands. If you want to do it, you can still do it. But they're recommending the Pfizer vaccine now for adults under 50 years of age. So anyone over 50, they're still saying, yeah, go for it. Go get your blood clots, you know. Um, but too bad. Uh, so sad. Otherwise, just get on, get the Pfizer one and get them anyway. <laughs> anyway yeah. So I just sort of touch yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, just with regards to that mask thing, so uh, I'll send you the file, mate. But um, on the uh, bonus show, the bonus content show, folks, so if you want to head over to patreon.com um, forward slash Real News Australia, that's the, uh, our bonus content show. And uh, I recently did uh, an interview on there with, oh, pardon me, and you'll remember this gentleman from um, Facebook, I'm sure, Andy. He's um, Ross Walter, the nutritionist and naturopath. Uh, yeah, does a lot of posts on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, so he was my guest on that show, and that was the main focus of that show was um, the masks and the mask mandates, and um, how there's now multiple studies out, and we went through some of the uh, excerpts from one of the studies talking about how bad the masks are for your health and how you should not wear them. <laughs> they are literally dangerous to your health. Um, and you you see people's faces. You see the we were at a shop um, or at a gardening store today and the, the bloke was serving us and he had all the masks you see their eyes they're puffy and red mm. you can you can visibly see in their eyes that they are oxygen Unhealthy. deprived yep Absolutely. yeah 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 it's not good you can see the sweat on their forehead you think oh. they're having a bad time yeah man they're struggling <laughs> to breathe properly yeah they're struggling to breathe properly and you just have to ask, look, why? Look, you're an employee here. You know? Yeah, stand up just, for your own fucking rights and say, just, I'm not wearing this thing. I do not need to wear it. It's making me ill. It's not good for my yeah. health. I will take my chances yeah. of, of getting COVID if I have to, you know, like, because obviously you're not going to get COVID because it's all bullshit. But, you know, just tell them you don't need it. You don't want it. That's You'll right. take your own health That's in your right. own hands, you know. Yeah, well, and that's the big point. You are just my employer, and I will look after my own health. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. The, and what's the, the oh, end. oh, you're going to cut my shifts? Well, I'm going to fucking take you to court then. You know, like, you know, just threaten them with legal action if you have to. Oh, even then, There's you know, always like, shit you can do. Just stand up. People yeah. seem to start standing up for themselves a bit more, you know. If, if that's their stance, they, they, then get another job, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's where one door closes, another a better one opens. That's Absolutely, it's always worked in my life anyway. Mm. Absolutely, so, um, man. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's interesting. The, the psychology of what, everything that's going on with with people um, is really, really interesting in in seeing where they're at. <laughs> and I came home. I went to the Hyperdome on Thursday. I think I had some lunch there. And you'll never guess now, General. The actual like the masks have evolved and now to face shields. Oh, is this those like, plastic shields oh. they wear over their face? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw two of them on Thursday. Now, to be honest, so, I would rather wear that than a mask because at least it's got breathing room around it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we're talking, well, the, we we're talking wear. the curved plastic shield that goes like yeah, you know, like a welder's helmet that's clear mm. sort of thing, right? Yeah. 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 At least, at least you got you know air movement around your face a bit more. You don't have this thing, this cloth thing pressed right up against your mouth and nose. You know. <laughs> I get, I get your point, but yeah, man, I mean, just yeah, because I'd seen <laughs> that too. Very, it's not very human though, is it? <laughs> no, it's still stupid. Like just fucking hell, like, you don't need it. But at the very least, I would go for that over a, over one of those other face coverings or the the N95 ones and all that. You know, again, I saw the same thing, mate. Walking through the mall and you see these old blokes sitting down on the on the couches because they're having a rest and they're wearing their face mask over their face still. You know, like. And I just don't get... It's just so... hip. It's the hypocrisy that goes with this thing blows me away to this day because it, it still doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, you're, they're telling you to wear the mask because it, it's it's going to help protect you from getting you know, or possibly catching, you know, SARS, cov 2 or COVID-19, as they like to call it. Um, but they've even said in their own words, Andy, A, it, masks will not stop transmission of this virus. They've even, even Queensland Health and Jeanette Young, as I'm pretty sure has even said this in her own fucking words, it will not stop transmission of this thing. You know, it, the, the, the particles of, you know, viral particles and whatnot are, are small enough to pass straight through a mask anyway. So it doesn't do anything for your own protection. Um, the other thing is, you know, yeah. if you're sitting at a table, COVID is, uh, it won't touch you. You've got a force field magically around you. So you can take the mask off and you can sit down at a table and, and enjoy a meal and talk to people. Uh, but as soon as you stand up, you're you're at risk of you're at risk of COVID. So you've got to put the mask back on. Um, children 12 years and under are immune to it, of course. Um, as soon as they are 12 years and one day old, they've got to wear a mask. You know what I mean? Because COVID knows the, the age difference in, in kids. Um, you know, yeah. it's just all this ridiculousness that surrounds it. It does not make sense. Yet people just go along with it. I don't like. Yeah, um, uh, you know what? it's that whole, uh, again, it's what? that uh, mentality with it, mate. I don't get it. It's, uh, I get it. And we've discussed it in detail here. And my wife experienced it at a girlfriend's place only the other day. And truly, I've said this in the show like a few times, the virus is coming through the TV. Oh, yeah. And it, I, think, I think the advanced technology coming through that thing and subliminally like putting stuff in people's head uh, is extremely powerful. And she's sitting next to me. She's saying she got sucked into the television, so, you know. Um, so, you know, mm. so like people who watch a lot of TV, I think there's there's stuff coming through because you're looking at these people and you're saying, it's not, it, it's, it makes no sense what you're doing. Mm. Like it doesn't make, there's no common sense in your actions, like at all. It's it's crazy what you're doing. If we were looking at you two years ago, like before all this like media like input into your brain, there, somebody would have like committed you by now. You're mm. crazy. Mm. Well, even Andy, <laughs> we don't even have to go back that far. Cast your mind no, back to right. I think what March, April this time last year, 2020, when the Queensland government themselves themselves were saying. You do not need to wear masks. Masks offer no protection. Yeah. Stop wearing masks. Don't wear masks. You don't need masks. 
And then only a matter of months later, they were like, oh, masks, gotta wear masks, wear masks mask, everywhere, mask, 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 yeah. And then, of course, it was from there on, it's now, you know, two masks, three masks. I've seen people wearing two masks at the shops and stuff. And yeah. just, yeah, big fat people. I'm like, you're just signing your own fucking death warrant there, mate. You know, like, just just give up. <laughs> give up your face. So, obviously, the thing isn't for people's health. Like, in your, in your humble opinion, like, what is the is is the um the mask a, like symbolic significance to yeah Ma- mask to maybe masks are a mind control device it's it's there yeah. to to symbolize that you are under control that you have been controlled by your masters that's all it is if you put that mask on your face then you have succumbed to the, their power to their authority over you that's all it is. That's, that's right. It's a symbol of mind Correct. control and stuff. That's all it is. And that's why, as I said, you you couldn't pay me to fucking put one on and go to the shops. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mm-hmm. take your, your filthy money. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, get fucked. You couldn't. And if I'd be like, if someone said, hey, you've got to wear this, you know, I'd, I'd just look at them and say, a day to put that thing on me. You know, you try and put that fucking <laughs> thing on me. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Here's this. I don't think I told. I don't know if I told you. I can't remember if I mentioned the last show or not. But I had to go to the bank and and deposit some money. And this was during the actual lockdown too. So when we had that three days or whatever it is. Um, oh yeah. So I'd gone to the ATM and I'm the ATM now is actually inside the bank at this particular branch. So you couldn't. Yeah, you, know, you can't just really? go. Up, yeah, it's a pain in the ass how they did that. But anyway. So I just walk straight in, walk straight up to the ATM, beep, 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 you know, putting in my numbers and stuff. This fuckhead security guard who wasn't watching me come in, he's suddenly turned around seeing that I'm at the ATM with a mask on. He's just walked straight up next to me, right in my face, and he's dangling the mask in front of me, in front of me, like the screen, going, you need to put this on, you need to put this on. I just went, no thanks. I didn't even look at him, just held my hand. I went, no thanks. And he's gone, no, no, it's mandatory. You have to put this on. I went, no thanks. And I just kept pressing buttons. And he didn't know what to do. He's just... He just walked away. I'm like, <laughs> that's what you're gonna do. Well, just, what can they do? Just decline their offer. You know what I mean? Like, no thanks. Yeah. I'm not. Ref- I'm not refusing. Guy. I'm just declining your offer. <laughs> yes, if you just be polite. I mean, I think where people go a bit wrong is yeah, is they are they, up and they get there. Yeah, they you know what you start, mean. Yeah. Start a fight. If you if you just smile at another human and say thank you for your concern, you're, yep. But no thanks. No, exactly. Thank I'll be fine. Like what you did, they can't do anything. Mm. They're powerless because, especially, yeah, they, it it takes it strips the power away mm. because because they've got nothing to bite against. If you say, "Oh, you know, piss off," you know, whatever. Oh yeah, he probably like, put me in a chokehold and dragged me out of the bank. <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 in his mind, he would have a reason to, you mm. know. So, but but when you smile and and you know project love basically, and, and go in that direction, there it it. There's nothing that they can do. Yeah, and, and don't like get me wrong, right, mate. Yeah, they... it's it's tempting to wanna, you know, buck, buck up and and you know you know stand your ground and plant your feet and you know get in a half and fucking try and educate them and go at them, you know, and get in their face. Sure. But it's not ultimately, unfortunately, that will solve nothing and it will achieve nothing as well. So, yeah, like you said, yep. Yeah. I think, um, and yeah. I, I do believe I handled that the best way too. Just no thanks. Yeah. Don't even don't give them the time of day. Don't, and just decline their offer. No, thank you. And no matter, it doesn't matter what they say. You have to have it to be in here. No, thank you. Just keep doing what you were doing. Yeah, that's all yeah. you got to do. Um, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, eventually, eventually, I think this thing will spin itself. Like, um, you, you know, it will self-destruct itself. This construct. 
I really do believe that. Mm. Um, how or when or anything like that, but like I, I look, I do believe people are waking up to it, and I think basically they're just hanging on to the fact that they don't want to fine and they don't want to be financially yeah. penal, penalized. Well, the, the but system, I think, the system, you're right, man. It's it's, it's clasping at straws to to re, to regain and to keep control of this sinking fucking ship. You know, they're already yeah. they're already, you know, they've already turned their backs on one of these, you know. Um, manna from heaven fucking vaccines the AstraZeneca vaccine you know now they've turned their back on on one of them it's that's you know one down four to go you know like <laughs> it's just we'll keep chipping away at them we'll just keep highlighting all the damage all the death all the fucking problems that these things are causing and we'll just keep pushing it and pushing it and showing everyone that these things are not the godsend that they are meant they are they've sold them and, and talked them up to be that they are poison that they are hurting and killing people and then they are pre- they are protecting you from nothing. Um, the, the whole thing will just, yeah, it'll just all fall apart. The house of cards will come down, you know. Disintegrate. But, you know, mm. like, if it like if it doesn't, I'm not sure where, of course, I'm not sure where it all goes. But I'll tell you what, General, like with all of the beautiful people, all of our listeners and and the, the hundreds and hundreds of people that, that we know through extended groups and everything like that, I'm looking forward to a future where... Um, you know, like that we can just live a little bit separately from the mainstream community, you know, and have our own like-minded shops and people that we, that we go to. And, and maybe, maybe it means that like we'll drop going to pubs and clubs and and certain restaurants and stuff like that. But you know what? It's not the worst thing in the world. To be honest, like think about, do, do we actually need that? Correct. We don't, do we? No, you're right. We we, we don't right. actually need to go um, and support you know these businesses that tow the the government line and and want to yeah. take part in the track and trace agenda. You know, we don't we don't need that. Let's 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 not support that. You know, other people might want to still, and we'll probably still will, but we won't. We'll take our money elsewhere, and we'll vote with our feet, and we'll create our own systems in place and have our own community gatherings, and you know. Whatever it takes. Well, I think that's where I think that's where it's at. And mm. uh, and you know, like I had this conversation with my my auntie who's elderly now, and you know, in the in the old days, rather than meeting for a coffee at say the the coffee club or something like that, mm. um, you know, we just throw a blanket in the car and we you know like we go into the park and yeah, and take we, your own thermos and coffee if you and, want and do your own yeah and, or. And, these these days with social media and stuff, you can you can throw something in some one of the you know the freedom groups or something and saying I'm going to be in the park this afternoon and whoever wants to join me for a coffee, I'm bringing this and a few biscuits and yeah, bring and a bring a plate of food, we'll have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's I think that's where it's heading and it's a more natural and it's a more like it's it's just an easier process, but it's mm. just a mindset, right? It's just a a shift in. How you think and how you, how you do things. Yeah. But, um, you're certainly you're certainly not going to be disadvantaged and 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 everything like that just because of QR codes and things and because you think in that way and and that you want to you want to change it all up and and I'm looking forward to that kind of a future to be honest yeah, with same. you actually. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know. That's, that's so, the way. Uh, and it. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not afraid of it one little bit. And um, and if yeah, if I don't have to go to restaurants or coffee shops or all of these sort of things, it, it it's not going to bother me at all. In fact, it's probably about time. 
Yeah, agreed. That's, so I just had a that's my that, that's 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 my two cents worth. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same, mate. Yeah, definitely. And so much better just to be around more like like minded people too. Like when we go to these rallies and things, it's it's the energy is amazing, and just seeing all the smiling faces and you know the people supporting the, uh, our cause for freedom and uh, all that sort of stuff. It's it's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's lovely, to, and it's a, such a good feeling, and, and makes you feel warm inside. You know, <laughs> getting all gooey yeah, and emotional. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Can you imagine a future where we change our healthcare system from like what we were talking about earlier in the show, and we change the way that we think, and we change the way about like the way we entertain ourselves and the way we mingle with other people. And we've just suggested it now from what we're talking about with changing how we talk about like medicines and everything and how we actually socialize and entertain with people with those two things. Like that's absolutely massive, mm. you know, and it changes it all up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, we're not, we're not far from doing it. So, you know, QR code, you know, QR code the shit of me, all of you people, they want to QR code your businesses and follow the government line. I think you're going to have a tough time because you're not working with the future. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you're not working with a future movement. And the movement is is towards progressively towards people who've had enough of this crap. Mm, so you need to get on. You need to you need to get on the get on with it. I mean, what are your thoughts on the fact that um, I mean, even just recently, you know. Uh, Craig Kelly has now been, you know, MP Craig Kelly has been kicked off of Facebook. Um, he's been completely blocked uh, from Facebook after posting. Um, he shared the executive order by the governor of Florida in the states um, prohibiting vaccine passports. So in Florida and the US, you know, the governor there has basically come out saying they are not going to partake in the vaccine passport system. And he and Craig Kelly shared that, and that got him booted off Facebook. Um, you know, because the Australian government is planning to do that here. You know, there's secret cabinet meetings happening uh, there. They've, they're, I mentioned in that tap and display article I put up ages ago, they're, they're trying, you know, the next phase is rolling out this passport system here. And I even um, shared a video uh, a couple of days ago by with Naomi Wolf. Uh, it was an, uh, she sort of put up her own... Uh, if anyone is familiar with Naomi Wolf, she was she did like a lot of independent articles and things. But she she herself runs uh, an IT uh, business. She's in the IT industry, um, and she's basically saying that these vaccine passports, when they come out, that actually is the implementation of the. Chinese social credits system that, that like you know how we all know that China has a social social credit system that they've had in place now for I think maybe two years or something now um, you yeah. know where you know obviously they ban citizens from you know if you don't have enough credits or you do the wrong thing you get punished and fined and you know blacklisted from public transport etc etc um, so this what she's saying is and she knows by by her tech industry insider people they're saying you know the infrastructure for this thing is is the same system as the as the Chinese social credit system, that's what these vaccine passports actually are. That's the system. Yeah. And they've been training people to go, you know, with the gamification of of the youth and stuff, and all the apps and everything else. You know, logging in and checking into places and you know all that sort of stuff. That's all just 
training the public mindset to accept this sort of stuff. And that's what she, basically what she's saying. Naomi Wolf has put yep. up, and uh, again, I'll share this video as well. Um, Jesus, a few links I've got to share now. Um, but yeah, so she's basically <laughs> saying, yeah, um, this is it. Do not let this, we cannot let any government, you know, do not let your governments put this thing in place in any country anywhere in the world because that's what it is. It's, it's, it's the groundwork for the, for the social credit system. It's this whole vaccine passport. Oh, have you, you know, You've got to bring up on your smartphone. You've got to have, if you want to go get on that bus, bring up your app on your smartphone, check in, prove that you've had your vaccine. Oh, okay, now you can access public transport. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. That's what the system that they want in place. It's this yeah, massive push to control society with this. It is technically a social credit system, but it's based on vaccine passport. Yeah, um, incredible stuff, mate. But um, It is people, absolutely incredible. Yeah, like, we that's where we're going. We were yeah, we were somewhere the other day and um young guy serving us said, well, you usually in most places, where were we? We were in a pub or something. Um, he says, most most um, businesses like in, um, you know, food businesses and that, if you haven't got your phone with you, they'll just, they'll just ask you to leave. Isn't that <laughs> ridiculous? Yeah. This is absolutely ridiculous. We've mm. gone from like bringing, bringing your mobile phone into a restaurant like like as early as a couple of years ago was actually quite a rude thing to do to sit at a restaurant at a restaurant table with your goddamn social media while you're trying to have a meal with friends or family is in my opinion still quite rude right but now you can't go to a restaurant without your phone okay so like how things have flipped yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of wish I'd kept those old Nokia phones from when I first got mobile phones. You know, <laughs> I'll take that with me instead. Here's my phone. Here's my brick. I've know? seen that on. <laughs> I bought. I actually bought one for old mate Leon, and um, yeah, I sent it to him because he he was getting lost in that sort of stuff. But they're, they're still available on eBay. Those basic flip phones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, might have you to know, look at getting uh, one of those. Cheap. They're like, <laughs> yeah, we might have to. Mm. But I mean, you know, like I look, I just, I just enjoy, I, I enjoy smiling, and pleasantly just declining the mm. offer for, you know, uh, one of their, one of their masks that they've got under the counter or whatever, you know. Absolutely. Um, so hey. that's where it's at, you know. And if they want to, they won't really want, don't want my service or don't want my business and they really want to toss me out after I'm smiling and declining, then so be it. Like, it's not the end of the world. So we'll just go and do something else or spend our money elsewhere. Yeah, man, for sure. Hey, yeah. uh, I wanted yeah. to just show you this as well. Um, I'll put this up. I'll just put this in the show. So I ignore that last one. I've just put in the chat. It's this one here. It's a YouTube link I wanted you to watch. Um, oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. playing in my ear right now. Fucking pause, you sucker. There we go. Um, so this is created by uh, an Australian guy. Um, I think his channel's called Omeletto or something. But um, So the synopsis is, it basically says that... Um, yeah, so Omeletto is a world's, world's best short films or something or other. And the guy that created, oh, okay. created this particular one, uh, it's phenomenal. So it says, Jack has just come back 
to his homeland of Australia after a decade away in paradise. But after being met at the airport by his brother Frank, Jack discovers that the country has radically changed. Citizens report and fine one another for various civil infractions, using their phones to record and upload offences to a government app. Sound familiar? (laughs) Um, Jack is in disbelief as he arrives at Frank's home with his wife Margaret, and he can't even believe that swearing is fined and alcohol is banned. There are cameras everywhere, and the only safe place in people's homes is the bathroom. Unable to adapt or accept the changes, Jack attempts to leave the country. A much harder feat to accomplish than he thought. So he even struggles to, to, to get out of the country. It's just, it's a really good, guess about 15 minutes or something. Um, it's a really good little short film, actually. It's, it's, it's Aussie actors in it as well. But you'll love it, Andy. And I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for everyone to yeah, watch yeah, as well. Because yeah. I put... I just- I just I started it on, watching. I'll, I'll oh, watch did? it later. But yeah, watch it after the show. Because um, I said, I said, watch and pay close fucking attention. This is where we're headed. That was the post I put up on Facebook. Um, and dead set, man. If if this vaccine passport shit goes through, this is exactly what we're looking at. It's like an episode of, of Black Mirror. It's, it's un, unbelievably. This guy who did this is right on the money. Um, very, very, very amazing little video. Uh, everyone needs to watch that thing. But yeah, you'll enjoy that, and I'll put it up in the show notes for people to watch as well. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I had a few more things to go through, but I think we might um, start to wrap up the show there anyway. I just wanted to send people over to, um, again, the link in the show notes as well. Head over to the crasfiles.com um, and just check out one of the things that Adam put up. Um, it was out of Health Impact News. He shared an article. It says... According to the CDC, and this was when this article was published on April 2nd, so this is you know, over a week ago, uh, 2,249 people dead, 50,861 injured because of the experimental COVID vaccines, right? And that, that alone is... So there's been more deaths from the COVID vaccines than there has in total deaths from all vaccines over the last decade. So let that sink in, <laughs> folks. Yeah. More deaths in, in like three oh, months of this COVID vaccine than of 10 years of all other vaccines combined. So, yeah, it really, really rams the point home there when people actually w- work out that that's actually what's happening right now, you know. Very, so- very sobering. Yep. Yep. There's a, definitely a mass culling taking place, you know what I mean? Uh, just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So I'll put that link in the show notes as well for people. But uh, I was going to talk about Prince Philip, uh, with, but I wanted to get Ethan's input on this one. Of course, uh, the lovely, the lovely Prince Philip. Um, may he rest, rest in peace. Blah. Um, yeah, dead at ninety nine. There's a bit of gematria with the old dates and things too. I wanted to sort of get Ethan's take on the whole uh, symbolism as soon as with I the saw dates that and numbers 99. and stuff. Mm. Yeah, we got one in. Uh, um, I can't think of his name right at the moment, but um, somebody who's right into um, uh, symbolism and, and numerology and mm. everything. Uh, there may has to be something about ninety nine. What is it? Oh, numbers, Tom. Okay. Anyway, we'll get yeah. into that some other time. But yeah. ninety nine has to be something significant, surely. Mm. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that this old fellow is like passed away a long time ago. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to to bring up the point that he um, he was quoted as saying, and this was in a he wrote a foreword to um, 
someone's book. I think the book was called People as Animals or something like that. Um, and he wrote the foreword to this book. And in that foreword, he, he said this. He said, in the event I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus to contribute something to solving overpopulation. So I just wanted to <laughs> remind the folks listening that this is the sort of people who are, uh, you know, the elites, the uh, the royalty that are running the fucking show, or you know, own everything else, all the land and everything else around. This is this is literally what they think about us. You know what I mean? They think we are just peasants that are overpopulating their planet, and um, this is their mindset. You know what I mean? For him to say that, you know, obviously they they fully believe in this overpopulation myth, and uh, you know they want to control the population. So I mean, I've even seen reports saying that you know the Queen and uh, Prince Philip had their vaccines late early February, late January or something. And he's been sick ever since, you know, like whether or not they actually did, who knows? Maybe they actually, maybe they did. I don't know. We don't know if they actually did or if it was, that was just um, a bit of bullshit to help push the masses into getting vaccinated as well. Oh, look, the queen did it. We should do it too. You know, a bit of that yeah. bullshit, but uh, who knows? Maybe they actually did. And uh, he's now suffering yeah. as a result of that. But yeah, who knows? We just don't really know. We have our assumptions, of course, but we just really don't know, to be honest. But uh, I just thought it was quite funny, to be honest. You know, didn't get, didn't reach his hundredth birthday. Didn't get a letter from his wife. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that is funny, isn't it? Yeah. Ninety nine, like like uh, Sir Donald yeah. Bradman's average school. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, yeah, just I... not quite good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing else uh, left for this episode, mate, so we might um, wrap it up now unless you've got anything else you want to, to sign off with. Uh, I'm all good, brother. All yeah. right, man. No as Well, looks like Ethan was MIA for this one. Couldn't quite make it, but that's all good. We'll catch up with him in the next episode. But, uh, yep, that about does it for the General Knowledge Podcast. Season 3, episode 12 for this one, folks. I'll have this one up. Uh, well, by the time you're listening to it, it'll already be up. But the podcast is going well. Over 42,000 downloads now, which is uh, really good to see. A lot more averaging big numbers per episode now, which is phenomenal. It's reaching uh, more and more people. So please do share it around once you listen to it. Get family and friends onto it. Get them to subscribe. Um, Don't forget, of course, there is the bonus show. I mentioned it earlier over at patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia. There's now 15 bonus shows over there as well with um, various guests and we do some uh, deep dives into various different topics so i hope you all get on board and enjoy that and help support what i do here at real news australia uh thanks again andy for joining me man love having you on board for a show and uh, you you spare your time to to come on for a chat mate it's always good to have a chat with you brother it's a pleasure man awesome man all right mate i'll talk to you soon okay all right no worries see you everybody
Yeah.